You are listening to the weekly sermon from the Canton United Methodist Church in Canton, South Dakota. We're a church that strives to make disciples of Jesus Christ who make a difference. To learn more, visit us at cantonsdumc.org. And now, here's Pastor Clay. To honor all copyright restrictions, certain elements have been edited out of this message. After the angel came to Mary, and after Mary went to Elizabeth and had some time to process this, Mary responded to all this news that was happening around her in a song. The song that we now call the Magnificat. There is a magnificence to these words. This comes from the Gospel of Luke in chapter 1, verses 46 through 55. If you want to follow along in your pew Bibles, it's on page 78 uh, in your pew Bibles this morning. But Mary said, My heart praises the Lord. My soul is glad because of God my Savior, for he has remembered me, his lowly servant. From now on, all people will call me happy because of the great things that the mighty God has done for me. His name is holy from one generation to another. He shows mercy on those who honor him. He has outstretched his mighty arm and scattered the proud with all their plans. He has brought down mighty kings from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away with empty hands. He has kept the promise he made to our ancestors and has come to the help of his servant Israel. He has remembered to show mercy to Abraham and to all his descendants forever. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? Holy and gracious God, may the words of my mouth and meditation of all of our hearts be holy and acceptable to you. For you, O God, are our rock and you are our redeemer. And we give you thanks for who you are as we say together, Amen. The ballad or story song called The Baptism of Jesse Taylor was written by Dallas Frazier and Whitney Schaefer, and the first version of it was recorded in 1973 by Janine Riley. Since then, it's it's gone on to be recorded by the Statler Brothers and the Oak Ridge Boys and even Tanya Tucker, but the version that I've heard first and love most comes from the Gaither Vocal Band, which they recorded in the year 2000. The story of the song, as you might suggest, is about this guy named Jesse Taylor who submitted to the waters of baptism after a life of drinking and gambling and fighting and just, let's just call it, other general underhanded dealings. If you want to know more about what they are, listen to the song. But the verse of that really gets to me and the chorus of the song goes like this. But the question of that song becomes this, what exactly is it? What do you suppose made the difference, made the change in Jesse's life? And since this is a song about baptism, it is safe for us to assume that this change happened as a result of him coming to know who Jesus is. And I think that it's fair for us to assume that this is the same answer that can be attributed to many people who have had their lives changed in dramatic ways. Although Jesse Taylor's story is a fictional story, it is based on a reality that we hear over and over. It may even be based on our own reality. So many lives have been impacted by the transformational love of God, which has been made known in Jesus. And the advent, the arrival of that love, of the love of God made known in Jesus as we know it, started with Mary. 
it started in this day that is chronicled in our reading from Luke's gospel when Gabriel came to Mary and told her that God's intention was to change, to transform the divine relationship that God has with humanity. Not by sending another messenger, not by sending another prophet, but God taking on human flesh and coming to be among us coming to be with us in the form of a baby, a baby that Mary would birth and a baby that would be named Jesus. And this had to have been a major change. This had to have been a major transformation for all the people involved. Because the thing we don't necessarily think about is the fact that Mary was a whole person before all of these things took place. Mary was somebody. Mary had a life before becoming the mother of Jesus. And albeit, it may not have been a life as colorful or interesting as Jesse Taylor's life or your life, but she still had dreams and expectations. She still had goals and aspirations. She still had friends and family that would have to make the same hard decision that both Joseph from the Bible and Nancy Taylor from the song would have had to make. Will they stick around this scandalous person? Yet as we read in our scripture this morning, as we read from what Eric and Jenna shared earlier, Mary hears this news from the angel and then allows her life to be transformed. And the thing that I find so shocking is that she allows her life to be completely turned upside down without really much question. She asks one question, how is this going to work? A fair question, don't you think? But that's it. With nothing more to go on than the words of the angels, Mary says, yes. Without a blueprint or a contract or an escape clause, Mary says yes. She says yes to the inconvenience of making God real to the touch. She says yes to surrendering her peace of mind and becoming a mother. She says yes to this disruption of her plans and her preferences. She says yes to a transformational love that is so profound to the point of being incomprehensible. She said yes. And then the angel left. And then she responds in a song that displays a wisdom that is beyond her years and an understanding that is beyond her own abilities. And like, let's be honest, the birth of a baby is a big deal for the child's parents and for those that extended family. But Mary, in her song, Mary seems to grasp that what is happening through her pregnancy and through her parenting is going to go beyond just she and Joseph and her parents. It's going to go beyond just Elizabeth and Zechariah and then Jesus' cousin John. It's going to go beyond just Bethlehem and all of Israel. 
Mary senses that the love of God come down to earth, the love of God taking on human form, this love is going to transform the world. And in her song, Mary envisions some of these transformations that her son will bring to bear. Because her song mentions mercy for those that honor God and a scattering of those that are the proud. A lifting up of those that are lowly and a bringing down of those that are, think too much of themselves. And at the very tail end of it, she nails it completely when she says that these are promises that will be kept. These are promises that have been hovering around in the ether of their history for generations. But the love that Jesus' birth inaugurates is a love that will fulfill promises and a love that will turn the world upside down. Or if the commentaries that I read this week are to be believed, it is a love that will turn the world right side up. And I want you to know that Jesus' birth did all of these things and that Jesus continues to do all of these things. But I also want us to grasp and I want us to hold on to the fact that this transformational love does not just stop with Jesus. The transformational love of God is not a love that worked some 2,000 years ago when it was a baby being born in Bethlehem and then didn't work ever again. No, the transformational love of Jesus Christ is central to Advent, and it's central to Christmas. But bigger than that, it is not limited to those times. Love takes on human form and changes everything, every day. It is happening right now. In our fictitious but effective story, Jesse Taylor, story of Jesse Taylor, someone loved him enough to proclaim the gospel that Mary was singing about in our scripture for this morning. And it changed everything. In our own real lives, in our own true stories, someone loved us enough to tell us the story of the shepherds and the wise men, of the baby in the manger, of the love of God made known through Jesus' ministry. And it has transformed our lives and continues to transform lives. The transformation that God works in our world happens through love. The transformation that God works in our world happens through love, and it is central to the story of Christmas, but bigger than that, it is the center of our continued faithfulness. It is the transformational love of God working in our lives that inspires us to join Mary in saying yes to loving someone enough to share the world-writing love of God. Love is so central to our identity that in 1966, Reverend Peter Schultz wrote a song about how people would come to be able to identify who Christians are in the first place as he wrote a song called, They'll Know We Are Christians by Our What? By Our Love. 
And they'll know we are Christians by our love, by our love. Yes, they'll know we are Christians by our love. It's not a Christmas carol. I, I, I get it. But it is a song that points to the reality that we face today. It points to our bigger hope that is found in the story of Jesus' birth. We will, people, we will, we will let people know that we believe in Jesus by how we love them. And that love will transform their lives and in so doing, the world. Friends, may we be willing to be made known by the transformational love of God made known in Jesus Christ. Would you pray with me? Holy God, we just give you thanks this day for the gift of your Son, Jesus, our Lord. And we give you thanks for the love that he inaugurated so, so long ago. Help us to live an example of that love wherever we go, however we interact with the world, because there are Jesse Taylors out there. And there are Clay Lundbergs out there. And there are, you know, us out there that need to know about your love. The need to have our lives changed. The need to have our lives righted by the love of God made known in Jesus. Inspire our example and motivate us with your love. In your name we pray. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon from the Canton United Methodist Church. Join us in person or online at 10 o'clock every Sunday morning for worship. And now go in peace and serve the Lord. I want to encourage you after the message to head over to our YouTube channel and click the subscribe button. Over on YouTube, you will find videos of our entire worship service, a video cast of our weekly Cut for Time conversation with Pastor Clay and Eric, songs from our praise band One Way Up, and a bunch of other great things as well. Just search for Canton United Methodist Church. It would mean a lot to have you subscribe.